destroy all children is a website just for you If playing with video games is what you like to do Or riding your brain with comics and first run movies too We've got a great selection of news and reviews So search us out on the web, you just won't get enough Of all our digital madness and other fancy stuff We'll also make you laugh until your tummy's feeling buff Destroy all children you should go there now. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children. Knowing me, Larry Davis. Knowing you, George Brundle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It happened. What happened? The PlayStation 5 has video games again. What? Yeah, they finally no. put something out for it. Surely not. Yeah. What what video game could possibly come out for the PlayStation Five uh, this late in the year? Uh, maybe a game that should have maybe originally have been out last year, uh, called Death Loop, from Arcane Studios. Uh, oh, are except... they associated with Blizzard? Are they still doing shit? Are they actually <laughs> doing anything right now? What? What are you talking about? Oh, Bethesda. Right. Never mind. I get them confused because I don't give a fuck about either of their games. <laughs> All right. They yeah, both well, start with like, letter B. It's not like Look, it matters because you don't... Shit. I watched The Phantom, all right? I've got Billy Zane on the mind, and I will talk about it later. He slams evil. Um, he does. That's, like, the thing is it doesn't matter what you think, as The Rock would say, uh, <laughs> because you only play games made over 20 years ago at this point. Uh, that's That's fair. That's an accurate assessment of my video gaming diet yeah like this podcast is basically pointless because it's mostly just me talking about things as you sit in silence because you don't play anything i do no. so and you don't play anything that i do either and yes, it's i do really just a, i did really like 20 years ago <laughs> kill you to pop into one of them for 15 minutes yeah. just so you can all right well it would actually it's just a matter of time before we completely retool to a star trek podcast i would anyway. literally die if I loaded up an emulator to play Donkey Kong Country 1. Oh, come on. That's one of the good Donkey Kong Country. No, it isn't. One? Donkey Kong Country 1? Yeah. No. We've been over this. I gave it like a, I don't know, a fucking bushel of bananas or whatever. The hell. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, anyway, Deathloop is a game from uh, probably my favorite game developer. Definitely currently working, maybe all time, I'm not quite sure. Um, like when uh, there was a thing going around asking for your top four, your, your like four 10 out of 10s of the yeah. generation. Like two of their games are 10 out of 10s for me. Oh god, so. you put Prey in there, didn't you? Yep, Prey and Dishonored too. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> a game you refuse to play for some reason despite leaking System Shock. Well, it didn't come out 20 years ago. That's a good point. Even though, like, I have it in my Steam library, which you have full access to, and you could easily just install well, it. To be fair, we've we've gone over. I don't want to run anything on on now. On yes, GPU. but that now. was like I was telling you to no, play I, it like two well, years ago. That's how I played some of it two years ago. Right. Um, but that was before I, you played System Shock. It 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 will make you happy to know I have been trying to keep an eye out for that game dropping in price on Amazon so I could just pick it up. 
uh, that arcane collection specifically. Why have you just uh subscribed to Game Pass? What if you just um, well, got an need, Xbox and got Game Pass? I would Pass. need an Xbox, uh, and if I'm waiting for the price to drop on this game, that probably means I can't afford an Xbox. Wait, where are you going to buy it? Or, what do you mean? Like what? To play you it. Get on PlayStation? Yeah, PlayStation Four. Ew. I wouldn't recommend that. Mm. Like the. Why is it just not play good on that? Yeah. Got issues. Yeah. Oh well, great. Like um, well, Prey specifically had um. Like input delay issues with it uh, Oh perfect w- Which has been fixed on Xbox Because they, they had that FPS boost Upgrade for it and uh, I don't know if they ever did a, a boost upgrade for Dishonored I would hope so But like PCs PCs the uh, way to play it If you don't have an Xbox So I just worry that with Deathloop It will be like every arcane game Where oh, okay so Can I Can I break it, what what is the wrestling term? K K Fabe. K Fabe. Yeah. Okay, I don't. You, this is a shoot. This is a shoot. Okay. As in, I have a gun and I'm going to shoot you. Oh no. <laughs> That's right. I need to delete this podcast. Hold on. How do I need a hack Zencaster first? Oh no, I'm admitting to more crimes. <laughs> uh. You can't do anything. Everybody knows that I am the sole <laughs> producer of this. Uh, that's fair. Uh, I don't actually think that Prey is bad or Dishonored or oh, yeah. any arcane game is bad. It's just that for whatever reason, I've not actually like been able to get past like a third of the way into any game that they've ever made. And it's usually just been that like something else has happened to come up and I do the thing I do where I'm like, I'll come back to this and I never come back to it. The thing is, the same thing actually happened to me with Prey, like the first time I played it. Like I got a bit into it and just for whatever reason fell off that's why it never appeared on uh, our golden gizmos at the time uh, no, and dishonor 2 actually both they were just for whatever reason i would like put them off with, i don't really know why because i like them a lot with prey though in particular i was just for whatever reason having trouble getting into it i i think i was just trying to force myself to play a video game at a point in time where i just not did not actually want to sit down and play a video game mm. <laughs> so uh i do want to come back to it i i would like to get that arcane collection it's unfortunate that apparently it doesn't run well on the the playstation it's probably that's all i got yeah like if you don't have any other option it's probably fine but yeah i wouldn't really recommend it yeah well that's unfortunate. I did not know that it had any issues at all on PlayStation. So. Yep. Well, I mean, it had the same issues on Xbox. It's just that it got fixed over there. Yeah. So, like, there are anyway, still, did like, you... there are some kind of odd things though with the FPS boost because uh, it kind of messes with the the uh, UI a little bit, which obviously was not meant to run at a higher frame rate on a console, and so it like gets kind of choppy in a weird way, especially if you um. Yeah. Like exit the game and then like use the quick resume It kind of confuses it But overall actually it, it plays really well God see this is This loops back into my sicko shit Loops Larry. Yeah, it, death, it death loops into my sicko shit Because I wish I was dead uh, Part of um, So I've gone down the uh, CRT rabbit hole again And been trying to acquire one of those uh, because I have found that upscaling the Sega Saturn, it does that thing where it changes resolutions a lot. 
So like certain games, when you go into a menu, it'll be at a different re resolution than the game itself. Yeah. And that causes the upscaler to just cut out for like a good five seconds. Well, that's cool. No, it sucks. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so pretty anyway, cool. Yeah, I look, I just need to find someone on Facebook who is way into fentanyl and has a like 14 inch CRT that they don't want anymore. Fentanyl dick in your ass. Right? <laughs> right? Hey, we found the title for the episode at the <laughs> 7 minutes 50 seconds mark. Uh, so, Deathloop. Alright, ask me anything about Deathloop. So, I actually don't know what the hell Deathloop is. That I think seems the last time I to saw be I... a prevailing thing on the internet, which I don't quite understand. Well, Every time I see like a reviewer or somebody talking about it who's like sat down and played the game, they're like, Deathloop makes perfect sense. Yeah. Of course you know what Deathloop is. And like I imagine that I would have no trouble understanding it. I just haven't like digested any media from it for about six months. I mean, I didn't really know what it was except for like the basic concept until they put out that gameplay video and then I was like, oh, okay, sure. I think the last time I saw anything for it was like E3. Yeah, I think that was when that was okay. um all right so it is an immersive sim uh as they are called a phrase i did not know existed until recently despite it probably being my favorite genre of games um i always just refer to them as like first person rpgs or something like oh, that so so it would be under the same blanket as the shocks yeah okay yeah. An immersive sim okay i've yep. never heard that used either yeah yes you have then I probably just didn't commit it to memory, much okay. like all of Deathloop because that I watched, apparently saw. You watched the uh, Mandalore video on uh, System Shock, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, he talks I, about it there. See, I was thinking lately I should go back and watch Mandalore's videos again because I've kind of forgotten most oh. of them. And so I sat down and watched that, um, uh, uh, the Druids one, something of oh, the yeah, Druids. Oh, yeah, Mystery of the Druids. That's it, yeah. Yeah. So it, it is an immersive sim. Uh, same as Dishonored or Prey or the various shocks. Um, and uh, it's that plus Majora's Mask is the easiest way to describe it. Oh no. Well, what part of Majora's Mask? The whole thing of like, you have this time, you figure out what order to do things in. Okay, so not the swimming parts. So no, I think no. I'm fine with it. In fact, you cannot swim at all. Yes, if you it's fall the perfect in... video game. <laughs> That's right. If you fall in water, even if you just slightly nudge off a ledge, you immediately die, <laughs> which is like, okay. <laughs> I guess the, the game reason is that it's extremely cold, like to a point where it basically freezes you instantly, I guess. I stand in a puddle and I gotta lob my feet off because they're all frostbitten. <laughs> well, yeah, like actually shallow water still hurts you. <laughs> Deep water okay. is just instant death. Um, so it's like, hey, don't go for a swim. Um, but, uh, alright, so you are Cole something. Uh, it doesn't matter. And you are in a loop, and you're on this island filled with other people who apparently want, like, they're all aware that it's a loop, I guess, because they want to keep mm. going. Uh, because there are, like, signs everywhere that say, like, time is your plaything and all of this sort of thing like enjoy a mortality um but you I want to stop would it not 
enjoy immortality though if the loop forced me to relive the same day over yeah it seems like it'd suck yeah like immortality sounds like it would suck in general nah it'd be great uh I mean, until you like reach the heat death of the universe and you're just stuck forever floating, doing nothing, uh, like well, cars if, and JoJo. What if you had? Oh god, yeah. What if you could? Um, what if you had an out though, like Wolverine, where like if you get suffocated perpetually, like if you're mm-hmm. drowned, then you actually die until you submerge. Yeah, I guess. Or resubmerge, or uh, whatever. Reemerge. Reemerge. Thank you. Just thinking about Billy Zane. Go on, Deathloop. Okay. <laughs> You're always thinking about Billy Zane. Uh, he's got those guns and his pecs are so wide in that movie. He slams evil. That's all you need to know. Oh, I wish he'd slam me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but only past Billy Zane, not current old man Billy Zane. That's gross. So you're trying to stop this loop. There are four times of day, and there are four districts in this like city outpost, whatever it is, I guess. Okay. Uh, and so it's basically you have to kill all of these enemy targets within one day. It's not in so real that... time. Like the the areas are not timed. It's just like you pick which area to go to, and that's where you're going for that segment of the day. And then you leave, yeah. and then it goes to the next part. So it's kind of Hitman-esque. Yes. Not necessarily, I imagine, taking disguises and stuff and, and no. fooling people, but more Hitman with like a strong stealth focus. I mean, it's like, like sneaking dis- around well, and, and getting up to mischief. Even then, not really so much. It's, um, okay. it, I would say it's actually mostly just Dishonored, which itself is pretty much like Hitman, but with magic powers. Um, okay. But stealth, it's not super important. Um, there are no. So it's non- Hitman, but I just run in there and I blap everybody. Kind of, except I think like some of the targets would just leave if you did that. So you probably have to be sneaky oh. at some point. But okay. Uh, like there are no non-lethal options. It's not like a Deus Ex or a Dishonored where kill too many people, things will get messed up. Like it straight up tells you kill everyone. This probably says something about me, but I prefer to kill people in games like that where you have the option of lethal versus non-lethal, but I know that those games typically reward you for going the non-lethal route. Mm-hmm. So I like I do the non-lethal. I force myself to do it, but like sometimes I just want to shoot a guy in the face with a gun. Yeah. So that actually sounds appealing to me that they just don't give you the like non-lethal option. Mm. They're not incentivizing you to play the game in a way that I personally would prefer not to play. I mean, I played through all of Metal Gear Solid V without killing anyone, and then I didn't get a trophy what's, for it. Uh, what's that? Uh, and that was especially annoying when it turns out, oh, there's no penalty at all for just, like, shooting guys for real. Yeah, like, I'm trying to remember, doesn't it still give you a bonus for getting the actual, like, rank in a level? No, I don't think doesn't, so. Okay, it's been... It's been quite a while. I've also been thinking I should go back and play Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, What's that? But that's uh, a thing uh, Hideo Kojima did. Um, oh no, I yeah, I vaguely remember that Five did not like incentivize you to go non-lethal as much as all the rest of the Metal Gears. 
I think from what I remember there is a bonus for not being spotted. There isn't actually a bonus for being non-lethal. Yeah, or I'm something pretty sure like there's that. a yeah, I'm pretty sure there's one for not getting spotted, yeah. Um anyway. So uh so yeah, this this is still like an immersive sim game, you can tell because uh, right at the beginning you come across a door with a keypad lock and it says you know the code. Mm. Uh, which actually is like a joke Because I entered 0451 And it was not the answer But it did give me a trophy <laughs> It's like the trophy's like It's like old habits die hard Or something <laughs> uh, So that was a good joke Um, But basically So you, you have You get magical powers Just like in Dishonored uh, You get Trinkets, uh, just like the bone charms in Dishonored. Uh, you can dual wield almost any weapon, just like in Dishonored. Uh, well, actually, not really. I guess, yeah, not really. Uh, because in that, it was ma- basically like sword in one hand and then gun or power in the other. But you have can a... I control rats? Not as far as I've seen, but mm. like, who knows? I know there's a blink in there There's a teleportation Or I mean um, telekinesis Which they call carnesis Because it only works on people It's a quote Playing with meat as they say Uh, And like That's kind of my only downside with it Or well one of my downsides with it So far is the writing is It's wackier than their games usually are Which I'm not really into Oh thank fuck finally (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not like Borderlands or something like that, but it's definitely going for a more humorous style than usual. What is the time until memes for Deathloop? None so far. Oh uh, well, there probably aren't any. I guess I I'm gonna to wait guess. for a price drop then. Uh, well, you can go to a computer, uh, your computer, and uh, look at their chat logs, like of the various the Illuminaries or whatever they're called. Um, and then after looking through those There were new messages like hot singles In your area and you've won a prize <laughs> And I clicked one of those And then it's like ah, I knew it was you You'd be using this computer say hello to the hit squad <laughs> And then it like <laughs> Alerted everybody nearby That I was in there so that was pretty good That's that's I like that yeah. One of my favorite parts about uh, Deus Ex Human Oh god Revolution. I can't keep the names correct Yeah is that the, the first one Human resources. Uh, yeah, not yeah. the not the first first one, but the first one with Jensen. Yeah, my favorite part about that game was just uh, crouch walking from computer to computer and reading everybody's emails, uh-huh. just being like mischievous inside these offices that I'm not supposed to be in. Yep. Um. So here's my main issue so far, which is that the game has crashed on me twice. Oh, uh, great. Yeah, and there is no quick saving. Or saving in general, like within a segment. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is that doesn't really matter because once you know where you're going, like you can just get there. Like it's basically just sort of the first time you go in, you're exploring around and seeing what you can find, and then after that, you can just make a beeline to whatever you had looked at before and be like, "All right, here's where the trinket is. Here's this discovery over here." A speedrunner's delight. Basically. I would be really interested to see like what the fastest speedrun possible for this is because it has story stuff in it. It's not just like you're let loose in the sandbox. 
I am looking forward to the Summoning Salt video about how records are oh, being no. broken in Deathloop. Yeah. I mean, it's good to put on if you want to go to sleep, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think of that. What? Oh, that'd be way better than the Phantom. Oh, <laughs> I need to put something on to fall asleep to. <laughs> well, your Phantom's too exciting. Of course, don't put that on. It'll keep you wide awake. Yeah, it. It. I wanted to dream about Billy Zane. That's my problem. Oh well, that's a good reason it, as it, any, I suppose. It didn't work. I. I dreamed about the bad guy in the movie instead. Was his name Treat something? Treat Williams. That's all, it. Whenever he shows up, it's always a treat. That's why he's it doing is. that. Yeah. He was in the later substitutes. Took over for Tom Berenger. Deathloop, uh, I would say is very good so far I have not played a whole lot of it Because last night I had to do attunements for Tempest Keep In the World of Warcraft Because that's coming out uh, this week Oh boy mm -hmm. I know you don't understand like social games or anything like that <laughs> But no. it, it is very fun to do like 25 person raids in that game I don't like, understand socializing in general I definitely don't understand WoW yeah, that's why you should play Final Fantasy Because then you just like press a button And you just get matched up with people to do raids You don't have to talk to anybody or do anything Oh, that sounds perfect I should I I actually do prefer that but I still, I, I claimed that while it was free Or no, it's always been free, never mind yeah. I'm thinking of um, Final Fantasy XV Oh that yeah That they had free briefly But yeah, I promised Danny that I would play that If he would play SMT Nocturne uh, huh. And he has not made good on his end of the bargain <laughs> yet, so I have not made good on my end. All right. One day, it's it all depends on him, Larry. Okay. Ball's in his court. I will say, if you get into Final Fantasy, uh, the story skips and like level skips are uh, very reasonable prices, and I would recommend just doing that because the first like like the base game stuff sucks. Yeah, he was saying something similar about you really just kind of want to skip to a lot of the later content. Yeah, just just like skip to Heaven's Word, which is the first expansion. After yeah. that, it's a lot better. It, it's like $10 or something, I think, to skip like the first 50 levels. So Danny would be putting out more money to get Nocturne, I'm sure, than I would to do that. So yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Unless he emulates it, which I told him he could do. That would be permissible. The thing is, like, with the level skips, there will always be people who will be like, you shouldn't do that because you need to learn how to play your class, even though, like, most of the time you can do that and just, like, look up, what's the rotation? All right, great. Like, three or four buttons? Great. Got it. It's not yeah. that complicated. Uh, anyway, um, I'll have more to say on Deathloop next week once I have played more of it without it crashing, hopefully. Hmm. Um has a ray tracing mode. I haven't turned that on. I don't give a crap. No, you wouldn't be able to tell what it looks like. No. I mean, like, is I... It... What? I'm sure there's a Digital Foundry video out by now that I can watch oh, to probably. get this answer. But would the ray tracing mode, have they confirmed that that would run it at a lower frame rate? Or yes. are they doing one of those, like, it's optimized ray tracing? No, it, it says um, in the option menu what the various modes are. I have it on performance, which is steady 60 uh, there is another one that's like mostly 60 It says with some drops That would be like I guess higher res I don't know And then uh, the, the, Person um, frame rate stuff is so weird for me Because 
sometimes I want it faster, and then sometimes I want it slower, just depending on what actually gets me sick. Oh, well, this I want faster, um, so I have it on performance. Also, because, like, switching the mode makes you have to restart the game, and I haven't wanted to bother doing that. Oh, Um, God, yeah. Yeah. I hate when they do that instead of it just being like, okay, we just need to re-render everything, like, here's a quick loading screen. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, something else I will add about this is it's not a roguelike like some people seem to think it is, um, because you carry over stuff between runs, mm. like between loops. Specifically, you get the ability to uh, absorb this uh, essence from like glowing tires and trash cans in the environment and stuff, and you can use that to infuse weapons and things to carry them over your powers and. I think you, I think the powers carry over no matter what. Maybe I'm not sure. Hmm. Hmm. First one you get's a double jump. Hmm. Larry, I'm interested in that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, you, I would uh, like your... to play it. I just don't. I can't afford a sixty dollar game at the moment because your... I bought a Sega Saturn like an asshole. Uh, <laughs> what if I told you it'll take some more overtime like you did to get the Sega Saturn? Oh, they're not freak. offering it anymore, which well, is bizarre because we're also incredibly busy right now. We're busy to the point where you think they would be offering overtime. Yeah. Uh, the nice part about my job is one of the very few nice parts about my job is they do offer a lot of overtime towards like the last you know quarter. So that's when I save all my money up to basically buy video games throughout the year. So it's all kind of like taken care of, but death loop, like it's probably going to drop in price pretty quick. So I'm okay. Oh, waiting yeah. a little while. So. Well, if I told you though, your uh, stealth gun is not like a silence pistol. It's a nail gun. Oh no. And the reload. Just, just like fear. Wait, does does it actually like nail people to objects like in fear? No, because enemies immediately dissolve. No, oh, okay. I I think it's so then you won't like have to hide bodies. Well, I'm a little less interested in it. the The benefit to a nail gun to me is not having to hide the body, but to lead them up as a gruesome <laughs> reminder to everybody else yeah. that they're next. Well, one in fear is a stake gun. Uh, oh, true. Yeah, but the reload animation is like he flips open the top of the nail gun and just like dumps nails into it. Hell just like yeah. really nilly, which is really good. Oh man, that's great. Uh, Do some of them like fall out? They don't get in there? Yeah, you kind of just dump some. Yes! Um, <laughs> that's there's, awesome. There's also uh, these two pistols that you like can combine together to make a machine gun, oh, which is man. pretty good. There these cool weapons, weapons all sound great. Yeah. I'm well, excited you've, you've to pay got... $20 for this game in <laughs> late November. You've also got some. Uh, like just regular pistols and whatnot. Uh, some of them can jam. If they do, then it like locks up the dual sense trigger, which is neat. Mm. Uh, and you have to like press square to unjam it, or you know apply enough pressure that you break your controller. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of um poorly designed things on the PlayStation Five. The firmware for the expandable storage, I believe, is out today as of this oh. recording. I was not aware that was coming. Yep. Um, and you cannot find the SSDs with heat sinks on them. No, of course not. Mm. Like, I, I think any of the ones that would actually fit would probably not have clearance, right? 
No, there are some that do. Okay. Well, I imagine that, yes, there are some, but I would think that the majority of them would probably not fit. I think any of them that meet the speed requirement, uh, you can at least get, like, low-profile heat sinks for them. Okay. Like, the Samsung one, as far as I can tell, none of those come with heat sinks. You would have to get it separately, but there are, like, very small ones that can go on it. I just uh, I remember there was looking a Western... for an M2 drive a while back, and everything that had heat sinks needed a pretty decent amount of clearance and yeah. that video of the teardown of the ps5 does not make it seem like that slot has a whole lot of clearance yeah uh from what i have been reading there haven't been issues with any of the melting down which is what i had expected uh, i guess it's because the cover of the bay is also aluminum and it sort of also acts as a heat sink so it sort of spreads it around and then the fan takes care of it or something i'm not sure mm. um but there's a Western Digital black one. It's probably the one I would get that comes with a heatsink attached, but unavailable from all sellers right now. As you'd expect. I, I like how much you have to rip that console open to oh, yeah. get the heatsink in there, too. Like it, it, the way that Microsoft is doing it, I proprietary stuff where you're just locked into buying their thing is not necessarily great but like the ease of access and the fact that it seems to cost like about the same as buying an m.2 anyway actually a bit less yeah yeah it's weird seems preferred over having to jump through all these hoops with the playstation 5 and also having to wait this long on the playstation 5 mm. damn near a full year after release before they let you expand that piddly storage yeah uh, remember how when it came out you couldn't even put PS5 games on external storage at all? Hell yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was so bad. Uh, anyway, I love PlayStation 5. By the uh, way, the, I don't. Uh, Deathloop is only like 30 gigabytes too. Had no oh, day nice. one update. Maybe Slim could I use one. <laughs> but That's yes. nice that it's, yeah, it uh, yeah. I've been playing something, Larry. I've been playing two other games, uh, oh, but I'll okay. let you go to well, yours first if you want. Sure, I've been playing uh, Albert Odyssey, which is a Wait, working this is design retro game. corner. No, because Albert Odyssey is not on the list, which means it's alright for me to talk about it as a, like, I'm currently playing this thing. Okay, is this an RPG about Albert from Twin Peaks? <laughs> no, I wish it was. That would be good. Uh, th there is somebody named Albert in the backstory of the RPG, but there is nobody actually named Albert, at least so far. Uh, this also seems to be a really short RPG, because looking at a guide, I'm like roughly halfway in, and I've been playing it for like five hours? Is it pronounced Albert or Albert? I don't know, because the only amount of like uh, actual voice acting is at the very start of the game, and mm. I was not paying attention. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was on my phone. <laughs> Oh, sure. Like you get uh, your Sega Saturn, pop a game in, look at your phone. Look, I'm a millennial, all right? I play Sega Saturn, and I look at my cell phone. Eat um, hot chip and lie. Yes. <laughs> no, this is a working designs-ass RPG. Explain uh, which is... to the people at home what working designs means. Working Designs is a company that existed once upon a time in the 90s, and they would translate... They were a bunch of maniacs. They're a bunch of freaks. Uh, working Designs wouldn't... 
there's a, a difference between translation and localization. And I think first I got to make that clear. Translation is trying to do as literal as you can a translation of the original material into a different language. Localization is changing things that maybe are culturally specific in the source material. So it would then make sense to a different culture. So a reference to a Japanese pop band might be changed to an American pop band so it reads better. Working Designs does the latter, and they go fucking ballistic with it. So people really, really, really have issues with Working Designs, or they really like them. They, they, they're incredibly divisive. Uh, I like them because they seem to piss everybody else off. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, to give you an idea, in a, in a standard RPG village, in a game that is meant to be very self-serious, you would not walk into somebody's home, talk to a woman in the kitchen, and have her say, my kid learned this strange new language at school called Ebonics. And then when you go and talk to her very small child, she just starts talking to you with the most racist language I've heard this side of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, man. <laughs> I had the option to tell a bad guy to kiss my grits. Oh, uh, which is pretty good. <laughs> Going Alice mode. That's right. Um, <laughs> there's just a lot of stuff like that, but like this is probably the most offensive game that Working Design has ever also <laughs> done because there's like there's a sequence where like a female character needs to go like change her clothes to get into an adventuring outfit because her current clothes are not like fresh or clean anymore, and you're standing out there for a while, and then you go, hmm. I wonder if her clothes aren't the only thing that wasn't fresh. Not so fresh, right? Like that, uh -huh. that, that old commercial. Uh-huh. Period. Got you got it. Yeah. Uh <laughs> that character's like 14. <laughs> your your main character is a 10-year-old boy. They're very explicit about this, and everyone calls him a stud and a hunk, and he's constantly getting hit on. It's really weird. Oh. There's some stuff about Albert Odyssey in particular where I've kind of just sat back and have been like, this is fucked up, working designs. I know you called someone the R-word in Popful Mail. I was, I was but about like, to this say, is, how does this compare to Popful Mail? It's worse than Popful Mail in, in terms of what they're trying to get away with. I haven't heard a Bill Clinton reference yet, oh. which was from uh, one of the Lunars. Yeah. Uh, but the game itself is kind of not the best it's about as bare bones simplistic of an rpg as you can possibly get there's no reason to use buffs debuffs any of that kind of stuff just attack over and over uh the guide i'm looking at describes almost every boss battle as a battle of attrition oh well, so, that's good very good uh also there is a bug in the game where sometimes it will fail to load the music at the start of a battle and it will just soft lock you and so I thought at first, like, oh, maybe there's an issue with my disk drive or something with the burn copy that I have. And then kind of looking around, apparently it's just a bug in Albert Odyssey. Uh, and I think the only way to clear it is to actually reset the entire console. Because I just hit the reset button and played it again and got an hour in and then had it do the same damn thing. So I lost all that progress twice. Uh, and the other fun thing about Albert Odyssey is save points are incredibly sparse. Once you're in a dungeon, you're in it until you beat it. And sometimes those dungeons can, like, go on a little bit longer than they should. Yeah, you're in it to win it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm not 
you know, done with it yet. I, from poking around, I hear the last dungeon also sucks shit. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. The dungeons are all very simple. They're they're just navigate to the boss, and then apparently the last dungeon turns into some SMT crap where there's just like you're getting dropped through floors and having to take teleporters, and there's like invisible walls and stuff. Uh-huh. So that's cool how they just introduced that at the eleventh hour. That's all I gotta say about Albert Odyssey. Very funny name. It is. That's a, that's a great name. Yeah. Reminds me of Alfred Chicken. It reminds me specifically of Ernest Evans. I don't understand the connection there. That makes no sense. A, a name of a game that is somebody's name and is also just very goofy sounding. Harry's Humongous Adventure? Now you're talking. Mm. Uh, I've been playing two different four versus one asymmetrical multiplayer games. Christ. <laughs> you want to guess what they are? Um, Back for Blood? That's, no, that's not four versus one. Back for one blood? No. I don't know then. Evolve. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Dang, I'm, I'm chasing that Evolve high. Finally, you're back into stage two. You, you <laughs> found one of those $20 copies at a Walmart. You were like, yes, please. Absolutely. Uh, no, well, one uh, was free with PlayStation Plus, and so I thought, I'll download this and play it for a little bit, and that is Predator Predator Hunting Grounds. Right. Uh, God, I took like, one look at PlayStation Plus' good. lineup this month and was like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Weird thing about that is, uh, so for, first tip, if you're at all thinking about playing this and you have a PlayStation 5, there is an option to remove the frame rate cap. Do that. It makes it much better, especially when playing as Predator. Uh, also, playing as Predator is the only fun part of the game. Um, playing as the humans sucks. But, alright, here's something good. I'm going to... Positive thinking? I'm okay. going to tell you something good about this. Uh, so, the Predator can like hop around, he can do his little acrobatic moves and run on tree limbs and stuff like that, and the game calls this... Pred core <laughs> Which is Unbelievably stupid In a way that I can get behind Not sure why they didn't go with Predacore Seems like that ask, wouldn't make uh, more sense Can I ask you a couple questions here? Yeah okay Since we're dealing with this level of Yeah well your internet is dying again I think so There's that Oh great But what? Uh, okay your human characters are they divide are they specific characters that you're choosing that have their own abilities and and whatnot or are they basically just blank created characters uh by default they are created characters there are dlc specific characters okay good second question is gary Busey one of the dlc no. characters then not worth it even for Den you. Denny Glover is not either for some reason even though the um predator 2 city hunter is in there as dlc I'm going to assume Arnold Schwarzenegger's in there, right? Because yep. he's licensed as... Okay. Yeah, he I was is... I say, he, if you want Arnold in your game, like he's fine with it. The The DLC characters are... Um, there are two versions of Arnold. There is one from Predator 1, and then one that's like a hypothetical future Dutch. Huh. Which is 
kind of odd, but I don't know. Works, I guess. Also, Arnold, um, he does voice like there are these uh audio logs that are him reading things. And I guess give you backstory. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Or they get a oh okay. Yeah, it's him. Um, uh, Alice Braga from uh, Predators, the Robert Rodri- Robert Rodriguez one. Holy cow! Uh, is also yeah. a DLC character. And it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I um, feel like that does not get the recognition that it deserves. I no agree. one ever talks about it. Why it, aren't we talking about this? It's a bummer that uh, Adrian Brody is not a DLC character. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I feel like Adrian Brody would absolutely not license his likeness out <laughs> to anybody. Probably not. Uh, and Marshawn Lynch is the other DLC character. If only you could get Forrest Whitaker in there. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, or um, get uh, one of the fellas from the new get a uh, key from Key and Peele from the new Predator movie <laughs> in there. The new Predator movie is supposed to be real awful, right? I don't know. I still haven't seen it. It's a Shane Black movie, so I would probably find it at least enjoyable. Hmm. I think people are kind of mad because it's like jokey. Wasn't? Yeah, but like Predator Two. Yeah. What about it? It's stupid as hell. Yeah, it is. The premise of Predator 2 is dumb as fuck And you know what? It's great It's a good movie <laughs> Yeah Who, All like, right. who cares? Like, Aliens vs. Predators Was also stupid as fuck But it was alright No No, that All one was them. bad Every movie with a Predator in it is watchable All the Alien vs. Predators said good, are bad. But I don't think that's true Uh, okay, well, hold on I gotta have a choice that I'm gonna present to you Alright? I got I got a I got a pill in one hand and it's the new Predator game for the PlayStation and pill in the other hand it's Alien vs Predator the arcade game. Oh, arcade game. Okay, but it also gives you stomach cancer if you take it. Hmm. PlayStation one then I guess. Okay. Well, I would have gone with the arcade one. Stomach cancer is very treatable, Larry. R.I.P. to Norm MacDonald Oh no Was it stomach cancer that he died of? I don't know I just heard it was cancer They didn't Yeah I I don't know specifically But Yeah You know that Quote from him About cancer I mean remind me Because I don't uh, If you die The cancer does too That's not a loss That's a draw Oh right right Yeah Yeah. Which is weird to think about now (laughs) He said that (sighs) Yeah Especially like other interviews like apparently that were since he had been diagnosed with it where he was saying like I'm not gonna go out there and talk about that kind of thing. Like this isn't yeah. a confessional, it's jokes. Yeah. Um anyway, RIP to the greatest living comedian up until a couple of days ago. Oh, who's the greatest living comedian now? Ooh. Andy Samberg. <laughs> Uh, Jim Gaffigan (laughs) Uh, Jim Gaffigan might as well be dead too With the way things are going for him Actually I might say John Mulaney Actually He did knock up Olivia Munn Which you know Well yeah that's I have a lot of respect for that Hats off to you Rats off to you uh, anyway, Predator, the game uh, is fun when you're playing as a Predator You can like hop around, you can cloak, you can shoot lasers It seems like uh, going in to like try to punch them is a terrible idea It never works It's better to mm. just jump around and shoot lasers 
jump jump up and get down yeah uh okay. also something funny is that when they're downed they still take damage uh which so i was making the mistake of trying to down everyone and then i played once as a human and i found out oh when you get down they can just keep shooting you and then you die permanently uh and wow. the teammates will never go to do reinforcements also uh the audio often glitches which is nice considering you need that to try to figure out where both uh, either humans or the predators are glitches in what way uh you don't hear sound effects anymore oh good. that way um, i was well i mean that's better than what i was thinking of where like the sound effect gets garbled or there's some weird compression well, that gets added to it yeah that too um so as predator awesome. it, it kind of sounded like it was stuck in the mode like how it sounds when you have uh, the thermal vision on are you opening a bag of cheetos i have a little podcast now <laughs> <laughs> it sounded uh, because when you have the heat vision on it does muffle the sounds and so it was kind of it was stuck like that for a while but when i played as humans it just straight up like had no sound except for occasional sound effects near me that also sounded like like they were clipping like it was just like blown out which is weird oh no uh, ex except i think um maybe the voice clips were still coming in it was weird and also i restarted the game and did the exact same thing i think it's actually related to removing the frame rate cap i think that's breaking it probably yeah because i have not played as human again since then well i mean it's it's good they will give you the option to do that but then not you know change yeah, yeah. everything else around and that might need to be changed oh of course no why test it it doesn't matter no uh, but yeah it, it never happened before i removed that so i think that might be the cause yeah. anyway before we move on to your next game Yes, what? I'm assuming that's what you were doing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or did you? Okay. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention about Albert Odyssey that I do not want to forget. I don't want this to be a thing where we end the podcast and I'm like, oh, I forgot to mention this. Oh, that uh, already happens all the time. Yeah, it does. Not this time, though. Uh, there is a... I'm going to a place to fight a guy whose name is Balan. Oh. You're yes. going to his Wonder World. That's right. <laughs> Anyway, I've been trying to keep an eye on the price of that game. Uh, I've so there's there's three there's three games I'm kind of keeping an eye on, Larry, and I'm not sure how good any of them are. And well, except for Bland, I know that's bad. Our uh, type of uh, Final Two, yeah, which came out and I did not know about it. And it's from uh, the that fine cotton, folks at uh, Granzella, yeah, that Cotton remake is apparently finally coming out like what? this month. The remake of, uh, I don't think it's Panorama Cotton. I think it's like Cotton 2. Or Cotton, Cotton. Boomerang. Cotton's uh, known in some parts of the internet as a cute em up It's a shoot -em up but you play as a little like witch girl. They're fun <sighs> games. Pa Panorama Cotton is a really fun game. It's different than the other Cottons because it takes place from like behind the back. Uh, it's on the Sega Genesis. So it runs terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I so still like it. It's like Space Harrier? Yeah, kinda. Kinda, oh, yeah. Okay. Um But like uh Panorama not Panorama, I'm sorry, uh Cotton Two and Cotton Boomerang, which are the other two that I'm familiar with. Uh Boomerang's mostly just a remake of Cotton Two. Uh they're side scrolling shooters. They're fun. Uh they're they're kinda like KO Flying Squadron, to like draw a comparison to something I know you've played. Yeah. Uh except <laughs> except 
she's not wearing a weird bunny girl outfit that makes you feel gross about it. Well, when I had to print out covers for these games and I got KO2, like the way that cover looks almost kind of makes it look like KO has like a bit of like a camel toe thing going on. And I was like, I can't print this. They're going to report me to the police. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I opened it into paint and I drew a big circle that tastefully like covered up like her crotch and then i wrote like pal region disc on there so it looked like it was <laughs> did you really do this yes i really did this i was very concerned about them going like sir we can't print that for you and you need to leave but i didn't think to like do anything like this for cho and Iki. i just let them print oh. that one as is so <laughs> well that's great also, the way you describe it sounds a uh, sort of like Death Smiles, which is a cave shoot 'em up. It was also about witch girls. Mm. That was a good game. I'm not familiar Xbox. with it. I, I might that, have to look that up. It was on Xbox 360. It was weird because that was like uh. when no Japanese games were coming out for it, or like there were uh, very limited ones. You'd get weird stuff like that, or Operation Darkness uh. and things. Well, the Cotton remake is out uh, in a few days. I think it's like coming out at thirty bucks, which means like by the end of the Ooh. year, it will either be like fifteen dollars or it will go out of print. I'll never be able to buy it either. Or it's like uh, Alan Wake remastered coming out pretty soon. Also thirty bucks, oh, which is really? nice. Yeah. Well, when is it coming out? Next month, I think. Seriously? Yeah. I thought I only saw that it got announced. I thought that would have been like next year. No, it's, I mean, it's a remaster thing Get out for Halloweenery That's a good point, yeah Well, gosh I just hope that I can get R-Type and Cotton and Balan For next to nothing During Black Friday Balan, I bet, will be 10 bucks I still question if 10 bucks is Like, the, the line for me to go in on it Okay I don't like uh, the game. It, again, I just I want to own that purely for the novelty of having a physical copy of that game. Sure. Uh, and by the way, one last thing about Predator, uh, the latency for it. There apparently are no dedicated servers, so it is all over the place. Uh, it is helpful enough to tell you exactly what your ping is, and so sometimes it would be like 120, and sometimes it's 20. It's just like, all right, great. Total crapshoot on whether the game will be laggy or not. Love it. Hey, good times. Good times. Now, I'm going to say a little something that you might not like. Okay. Dead by Daylight's pretty alright. <laughs> so, this is, uh, it's a game that I played when it came out, and it was awful. Like, really, yeah. really bad. <laughs> like, just a laggy, janky mess. And so now, years later, is on Game Pass. I was like, eh, give this a shot. Uh, and it's actually good now. Okay. They did it. I they turned it around. Remember seeing footage of this game, like, fairly early on, people playing it and thinking that it did not look good at all. Yeah, it was... That was the first game I ever returned on Steam uh, because it was that bad. Like, I think it was like $15 when it came out, and I was like, I, I don't even want to be out this much. This is awful. I've returned plenty, but that's mostly because I've bought a lot of weird stuff that was mostly, like, for streams and did so under the impression that Steam don't care, so I could just refund these. Yeah, you refund, like, 
probably 70% of your purchases. Yeah, sure. Something like that. 80%? <laughs> who's counting? Um, not that I'm doing any more exam about anything off Steam for like, God, probably two years now. Yeah. I don't know. You tell I'm me. Do that. I mean, I would have to open Steam and I'm not going to bother doing that. Or probably update or something. Uh, what did they fix about it? Just in general, it's a lot more stable. Uh, I oh, will say I'm playing this on Series X, and so that probably has something to do with it. I bet it's still probably a mess on the older consoles. If you're on Series X or PS5, it's fine. If a console can actually get Sonic Unleashed to run at a stable frame rate, then I'm convinced it can get anything to run at a stable <laughs> yeah. frame rate. That's a good point. By daylight. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, that it's it's still not really balanced that well. Uh, but uh, it's not laggy anymore. Like I'm not noticing latency there's, issues or anything. There's a certain point though where I'm more willing to forgive imbalance in a four versus one game because yeah. I know that those have got to be an absolute nightmare to nail the balancing down for. Yeah, yeah. There's still like a point where it's unforgivable, like Evolve Stage Two, <laughs> where mm. everything got real fucked uh, for reasons we've talked about before. But if you're just well, like, oh, it's kind of imbalanced, then that doesn't seem so bad to me. Well, it depends on the killers, basically, because the survivors all have access to the same talents, um, and perks and things. Uh, killers are sort of they have their own special abilities, so. For example, Nurse can teleport. Uh, she's like the Just best like killer. Just like Dishonored. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like the trade-off with Nurse is that you have to learn like the teleport distance because you don't have a distance mm. indicator when you're teleporting, and after she does it, she like goes and like <laughs> uh, has to recover. And so if you miss, like you're just screwed. Like the the survivor can just run away. So okay, basic. I should explain what the game is for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, four survivors are uh, trying to uh, activate these generators around this map. A uh, killer has to stop them. Uh, once you have activated five generators, you can activate the exit gates and get out. If you are the last survivor alive, there will also be a hatch that opens. So you don't have to open one of the gates, you can get to that. Unless the killer knows where it is and then he can just close it and then you have to get out through one of the gates anyway. And there is a time limit. Once the gates are activated, Larry, they yeah, like, put licensed horror movie yep. villains in the game too, as well, right? Correct. Who are some of those? Uh, so something worth mentioning is that the licensed characters have to be bought with real money. Uh, that's uh, fair. That's understandable. Yeah. Also, I'll say the pricing for them pretty reasonable. They're like five dollars each, I think. That's that's fine. Yeah. Um. I would prefer if there was like a try before you buy thing where it's in like, yeah. you know, you're going to get. Yeah, because I will say like some of them seem pretty bad. Uh, Nemesis in particular is kind of bad. I would not recommend buying him from what I've seen. He's got like some neat ideas, which is that uh, he has like some zombies that wander around the area uh, and they can attack the survivors, except most of the time they don't. Um, and he has this tentacle strike, which could be useful, except the hitbox on it's pretty weird. Um, has anyone modified the game so Nemesis can appear naked? Probably. Okay. I mean, that's a favorite among the PC Resident Evil community, is everybody's got to be naked. Yeah. 
Well, so that uh, update also added Jill and Leon, and um, Claire Definitely is like a, naked. <laughs> Claire is like an alternate costume for Jill, <laughs> apparently, mm. which I do like that they do that. Um, there the with the Silent Hill thing, um, Heather from Silent Hill Three is in it, and uh, you can get Sybil as like an alternate costume oh. for. Um, it's not his touch. Here's yeah. here's my thing though, right? What? They're they're going after these big name horror movie guys. Uh-huh. They should do the really like the smaller end stuff. They should get like the the bad guy from uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh yes, garbage, garbage day. day. Yeah. Uh, or I don't remember the name of the movie, but that one where the villain is like constantly changing costumes because it's Halloween and he has like two golden retrievers that are supposed to be like attack dogs, but they're just friendly golden retrievers. What? So they're completely. It was done on Best of the Worst. It was oh. one of the movies that they covered on that. But like, it's just these golden retrievers that like running at people to attack them. But because it's a friendly dog, it just looks like they want to, you know, yeah. get pets and cuddles and stuff. So that should just be in the game. You should just have these golden <laughs> retrievers <laughs> chasing down the survivors. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so you've got um. So Michael Myers is in it. Uh. Like his... Oh, from uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, his mechanic is actually pretty interesting, where he has three tiers of his uh, evil within ability. And so, at first, he is undetectable. Uh, like, he does not have the red aura around him like most killers do. Uh, there's no, like, heartbeat indicator that he's nearby, uh, so mm-hmm. he's sneaky. And his whole thing is that he just stands and stares at you. Uh, and so by stalking the survivors It raises your level And that level 2 He's faster um, He does have a little bit Of an like an aura But he's still It's still way smaller than most killers Most are like 30 meters I think For their um, Like the uh, audible indicator they're nearby And his is like 6 I think So you can sneak up on people Pretty easily with him which is fun and then uh, once you stare at people a little longer, you go into tier three, which then means you down anybody in one hit. And usually, oh, it, usually it takes two, but like he swip, he swaps his knife around like in stabby mode, and also yes. he has a way longer lunge attack. The downside with him is that he's not very mobile, and so like actually chasing people can be pretty annoying, but. Uh, I did get him. Like that was like the one that I was like, yeah, this seems like it would be fun. And does it he, play the music? Yes. Oh, perfect. The survivors also hear it when he levels yes. up. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but man. that that's also really good because he has like so when you, after you finish game, you get blood points, which are based on on uh, four categories. You max out at 8,000 in each. Um for killers, like, none of them really matter because you're going to get all of them just by playing the game anyway. But for survivors, it's, like, objective for doing the generators, altruism for healing or rescuing other survivors, uh, boldness for being chased and escaping, stuff like that. And I don't remember what the fourth is. Mm. Oh, uh, survival, which is just for getting out alive. Oh. Um but um, you get these points and you use them to level up uh, And that will get you new perks They're randomly generated on this sort of skill tree 
what what if they put a predator in this game and then it ended up being better than the predator four verse one game i bet it would the thing is there's already a killer that cloaks and so i don't know that oh, you would really need a predator how many like duplicate characters are there in rainbow six siege at this point you can have two yeah, that's a good point yeah. one that's just like wraith but better that's Everyone the rainbow loves... six way Everyone loves Smash Brothers, and like a third of that like character roster is the same as a bunch of other characters on the remaining part of the roster. Good point. the The only thing I would say with Predator is that his whole thing is like getting up in trees, and there is no sort of the climbing or anything in this game. So, you know, my now that I brought up Smash Brothers, and we're talking about horror movie stuff, I'm just thinking about that fighting game with the horror movie characters yeah. in it again. That was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, what if they put Chucky in Dead by Daylight? <gasps> oh, he'd be like odd job. You wouldn't be able yeah. to fucking hit him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there is one killer who is like um basically like the the guy from that freak show episode of the X Files, where you've got Ooh. a quado in you. And uh you can split the little guy out and then like run around as him. And he like makes this little yes. noise while he's running around, and then he can latch onto the survivors like a jockey from Left 4 Dead. Put gremlins in the game. Do it. <laughs> that would be good too. It should be the brain gremlin. He's got a fucking gun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shoots everybody. <laughs> um. Uh. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So the balance though is kind of off. Um. Ask me things. I don't really know where to start here. What's the brain gremlin's DPS? <laughs> <laughs> well, DPS doesn't matter because it's based on hits. So it's like. Uh, so I guess I should say then the killer has to hit the survivor twice, once to injure them, once to down them, and there goes my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then you pick them up, you put them on one of the hooks around the arena, and then they start being sacrificed. Uh, they can be rescued at that point. Um, if you hook them three times, they're just automatically sacrificed. There's nothing they can do about it. Or if they are on it long enough the first time to reach like the second stage of it, then the next time, like that counts as being hooked twice, and then mm -hmm. next time they'll be sacrificed as well. Uh, so the main thing here, my main issue with the game, I would suppose, I would say, is that you do have to grind in it to get the oh, perks no. that you're going to need, uh, because there are certain perks that are way more useful than others. And for both survivors and killers, the thing is, each one has their own unique perks. Once you reach a level, you get it for everybody. It can just show up in the blood web, which is the skill tree, or any other survivor blood or killer. Web. Blood web. Yeah. Pretty good. Sounds like the name of some like DVD only movie from like 2006. Reminds me of Blood Net, that adventure game That's about vampires. I'm... Yeah, that too. Um, punch deck <laughs> punch deck in the blood net yeah so as an example uh, a very very useful perk is uh pop goes the weasel which is once you hook a survivor you can go hit one of the generators and it will reduce its progress by like 25 percent, which is a lot hmm. um because the whole thing is keeping them from repairing these generators However, that is a clown perk, and the clown, not very good. <laughs> yeah. 
the clown's the clown's whole thing. Clown perk. That's a perk you pick when you want to go clowning. <laughs> the clown, by the way, his thing is vaping. So. <laughs> Sure, it's cotton candy flavored. It, I'm, yes, actually, it's pink. Um, he, he I know the, I made the game, Larry. I'm revealing it to you for the first time on this podcast. He has these bottles. He has like green and pink bottles, and he just like chucks them around and makes this gas, and then you can run through them and be like, and then invigorates him. Uh, is this game on the PlayStation? Can I play this on the PlayStation? <laughs> I think you might have to... I don't know if it's free to play or not, actually. It might be still a paid thing, which is weird to me. Oh, uh, I, there's so many games piling up that I want to play for October. Mm. I want oh. to play Resident Evil on the Saturn. I want to play Lunacy on the Saturn. <laughs> I want to play D on the Saturn. <laughs> yeah. uh, and also uh, this fucking thing with the clown. <laughs> it has cross-platform uh, cross play also. Huh? Um, but of course, like it can really only be in parties as survivors, and I don't find survivor fun. Uh, I I do wonder with the issues I've had with connectivity between where the router lives and where the PlayStation lives, how good it would actually be. Because I don't think I've played anything that's like multiplayer yet. Yeah, there's Demon Souls, but like that weirdly ran fine. But oh. I think. Yeah, nothing else I've bought has like a multiplayer component on the PS5 specifically. Oh, oh, I have to mention this. This is very weird. The game has no voice lines. What? The, I don't know if there's a particular reason for this, but nobody talks in it. It's all just That's like bizarre. grunts, especially like Ash is in it. And so you just get like Bruce Campbell going, <laughs> Like when he's stuck on a hook or like, you know, things like that. You don't have him saying one-liners or anything, just no. grunting. Like, I, I feel like that must be like an easier, like, so it's easier to localize or something. Maybe. Because here's the thing. They just added Pinhead to the game. <gasps> and in the public test beta for it, uh, when you got the uh, Lament configuration... And tried to solve it and he teleports to you In the beta he would say The box, you opened it I came Yeah <laughs> And, which for one thing is very funny uh, But he doesn't do that anymore Since he's been added to the main game Jeez. They probably won't put that back in It's weird That's bizarre Yeah you think if they got the guy to say that They would put it in the game yeah. but but yeah, like nobody else talks either. Freddy doesn't say anything. Fred, well, the other thing is, they almost never get likeness rights for any of the characters. Freddy does oh, not look man. anything like Robert England. Uh, That's a bummer. Weirdly, uh, I guess you don't need to get likeness rights for a uh, William Shatner mask, so Michael Myers <laughs> looks fine. Um, eh, Shatner's almost dead anyway. Yeah, it's all like, right. If if you looked up an image of what Laurie Strode looks like in that game, oh boy! Oh, if I if I it wouldn't make the clicky clacks on the keyboard. You know what? It's probably would. worth it to just look and see because, okay. boy, it, the survivors in general are very weird looking, uh, but the Laurie and like I don't know how that made it into the game. Um, it's awful. I'm trying to remember how to spell Laurie Rhodes. Strode. Strode. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
nothing like oh, a that's, uh... Jamie Lee Curtis, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Really Who is bad. this? I, I don't know. That there's one that compares like the old model versus the new model, they look exactly the same. Oh I didn't know. I haven't it's seen the that. The textures are kind of different. Oh uh, god, this looks terrible. Yeah, it does. Oh, the uh, the kids from Stranger Things are in it. They they're like identifiable as the people at least. Those I think are kind of the only ones that are based on real people. Yeah, I'm trying to look through some pictures of other stuff in this, but so uh... so that is something to note is uh, the demo gorgon is being removed because of licensing issues. Uh, mm. All of the Stranger Things is so they put that on sale, uh, and I bought that. This is like two dollars, and that's like. It's one of the most fun killers there is, as far as I can tell. Because um, he's got like these portals he can sort of place and then teleport around. He's got this really long lunge attack, which is super useful to catch um, survivors. Oh no, I found fan art of Laurie Strode specifically from Dead by Daylight. What? Just, yeah, capturing her horrible, screwed up jawline. <laughs> uh. This is weird. I don't like anything about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh no way! I think I found the podcast uh, thumbnail. <laughs> Great. Send this. Send this to you. Everyone else will have already seen it, but for Larry, this will be a, a oh surprise. no. I don't like that. <laughs> Her face looks so swollen. The bee stinger. Yeah, I was gonna say like this is Lori after being stung by bees, and also oh, like God. trying to ahigao kind of. Oh no. I don't like that. I don't think she can open her mouth like wide enough to pull that off. Yeah. I think like her jaw looks like it's wired shut, like she's had something done to it. Yeah. Um anyway, it's uh A Bill from Left for Dead is in that, by the way. Oh good. And more stuff to remind me how good Left for Dead used to yeah. be. Yeah. Well, it's also great because he has two of the best perks in the game. So basically like you should like level him up no matter what. Uh, so um, mm. Yeah I don't know I've been finding it very enjoyable To like hop in and goof around in now, I'm glad you're having a good time Now there is like skill based matchmaking In it also and so I am paired With people who are just as bad as I am Which is fun <laughs> Perfect Yeah, yeah. Oh. Have you been doing anything else Larry Outside of mm. playing all these Fucking video games <laughs> Normally uh, you get mad at me For not playing anything This time I've got a <laughs> whole bunch much. of stuff on the plate No that's it Okay I made waffles Got a waffle didn't watch, maker Didn't watch anything Wanna didn't... talk about waffles No not really oh, Anything dude. good on streaming oh, I watched a, Yes yes, I watched The Insider By Michael Mann which I had already mm-hmm. seen But that's okay. a very good movie Nothing else during Alfred Pacino. You didn't make any uh, choices of your own free will. That okay. I just wanted to see if you'd admit to it on recording. Oh, oh, TNG. Yes, I. Okay, I didn't know what you were talking about. No, I was trying to push you towards oh. it. I didn't want to just out you as being a TNG watcher. I posted about it on Twitter. What are you talking about? No, yeah, I watched Encounter at Farpoint and Data Lore. What did uh, you think about Encounter at Farpoint? 
<laughs> Would it surprise you to know all the Q stuff was horribly tacked on by Gene Roddenberry? Absolutely not. <laughs> How do you like McCoy showing up in the worst old man makeup, even though DeForest Kelly is already an old man by this point? They didn't even call him McCoy, did they? Then they just like leave it up to you, the viewer, to figure out who it was. I think they called him just like Admiral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, that's such a weird thing. But it's very obviously him. Oh yeah. Like yeah. even under all the horrible makeup, like DeForest Kelly's voice is unmistakable. Yeah. He does that thing that I hate, where they tuck their really baggy pants into their teeny tiny <laughs> boots. He also like gets weirdly racist. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, his character's always kind of a racist, is the thing. Yeah. But mostly is like, his racism's directed at Vulcan, so like, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a real world, right? So it's fine. It's fine. Everyone's a huge dick towards the Ferengi, so it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, no, what did you fine think, though? Encounter about... at far point. <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's amazing that is the. If that were an actual pilot, I wonder if the show would have actually taken off. But they like already were pre-sold on it being a full season of television, so it didn't matter how bad the pilot was. This was going to happen whether you liked it or not. The jellyfish thing looks neat. It does. Like, yeah, some of the effects works and and everything is fine. Um. In I the intro what it theme, looked like originally. In the intro theme, did you notice that you can kind of see one of the plates that they use for the planets? No. When it's in HD? Okay. I've been noticing much this. Attention. I, I'm not sure if the intro changed at some point, and so this is something that you only see in later episodes, or if it's back in the original one, and I don't care to check. But when they're doing the shot of like the planets moving through space, you're kind of like pulling through. Uh, one of them, I think, for like Saturn or something, has this like very visible straight vertical line going down it, and half of it is darker than the other half, uh. so you can just see where the plate is. But real good, they didn't fix that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like, I'm actually fine with that. I like how in HD you see a lot of like weird imperfections on there that you wouldn't have seen, you know, yeah. back in the day on standard depth. Coffee so. stains on the set and whatnot. That's right. Oh, the the horrible, shitty way that, like, the posts for the chairs is supposed to, like, go into the carpet. Like, the post itself is carpeted. Yeah. Which is such a bad choice, just aesthetically. But then when you get in HD and you just see how, like, sloppy it is. Oh, it's great. I love it. Uh, what the, do you think about Data Lore? It, well, hold on. First, I was also going to say that I was unaware that um, LaForge's visor is basically Wolverine's claws. Like they have the whole thing about like him putting on and being like hurts every time, you know that yeah. whole bit. That's yep. messed up. Did they ever yeah, fix that? Uh, there's an episode I think within that first season where like they say his eyes could get corrected, but like there's a possibility, like fairly slim, but still a possibility that it could like fuck his brain up if they do it. I thought there would be a thing where it'd be like, oh, we figured out how to make a new kind of visor that doesn't like. Put you in constant pain Well in like the movies he's not wearing the visor Some of them uh, at least I'm oh, not yeah, sure yeah. if it's in all That's of them right. So like I think at some point yeah they do fix it Okay. But 
there's an episode later on though where you see out of his visor you see what he sees and it's some predator vision yeah. shit except like they get different actors to play the characters he's looking at so their silhouettes are like visibly changed uh. and so you just get this like Riker that's like horribly lumpy with messed up hair <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good um uh, O'Brien yeah. was there. I I like. I bet you appreciate how the stations on the bridge are uh, reclined. You oh, know, I like do. they can just relax, just like you like to do while yeah. recording. That's right. Get comfortable. Except for the like security console, you gotta stand for that. No yeah. one's given Tasha Yar a chair. No, of course not. That's fine. She's only gonna last a few episodes anyway. Yeah. Uh. So data lore. Uh. It was oh, all right. Daylor is so good. It was okay. It gets Lore good when Lore's like goofing around and getting up to some business, but before that, yes. it was pretty boring. Don't you like every scene that Lore himself is in is fantastic. Yeah. Because he's course. such a fucking creep. Yeah. Like the whole bit at the end of the cargo hold where he's like holding Leslie captive. Leslie? <laughs> he says, Yeah, Leslie, whatever. And he's just. <laughs> Uh, what did, what did he, he says something like Are you ready for the kind of death you've deserved Little man Yes he says <laughs> yeah. it in like such a smarmy tone And with this shit eating smirk And it yeah. is perfect I know I love that Like, And the whole bit of him like um, Getting rid of the twitch In his face and giving it to real data Yeah it's So stupid It's dumb but I love it Especially uh, because I I became aware of this a while back, but for a long time I did not know "shut up, Wesley" was something actually said in the show. I thought Me it either. was just like yeah. thing people said about it, but seeing that this is the episode that's actually from is especially good. Yes, uh, I I do like that in that episode Wesley is correct and should be trusted, but yeah. he is such a little shit that nobody is willing to give him the time of day. Yeah. That but episode also, became very self-aware of, I think, the audience's feelings about Wesley Crusher. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty good. But um, also he could have just, like, said it in front of everybody. It'd been like, look, he said uh, he used a contraction. Data doesn't do that or something. Instead, he's yeah. just like, no, oh, fine. I'm, I'm going back to the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, that happens in an episode I watched recently where uh, Data has a kid. He he makes himself a lol. This oh god lol. Oh yeah, one out that as, looks like the kid from Lazy Town, right? Yes, yeah, but I've it starts out looking like a horrible freak, and they narrow it down to like four possible options. One's an Adorian, but their head is like built like the cone heads. Oh, so cool. I think it was just like this early thing of like the Andorians existed, but for some reason they didn't nail down the design for like TNG on, so they gave them these really oblong heads. Uh, one's just a standard Starfleet officer that uh, Troy thinks is hot and wants to bone. So they don't go with that one. <laughs> and another, my favorite one, is a Klingon. Data could have had a Klingon son. It would have been That's great. Up. It would have been awesome. Uh, but I also like in that episode, uh, Riker is gone for basically the entirety of it. Shows up for one scene, walks into a bar, Laura grabs him and starts making out with him. And then Data just pops in and is like, what, is, what are your intentions with my daughter? And so Will was just like, I need to leave, bye. And he doesn't show up for the rest of the episode again. 
Yeah, uh, lore is very good. Uh, yeah. I I want to see more of lore. I need well more of good lore. news. Even though they eject him into space and blow him up, lore comes back. Good. Somehow lore, lore has returned. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think there's an episode where like lore and data end up meeting the guy that made them. Like he's still alive. So yeah, you that also guy's get... like he's played by Brent Spiner too, right? Yeah, so you yeah. get him in hilarious old man makeup, just like DeForest Kelly. <laughs> well, he basically on, just on looks top like of he getting does, lore. Doesn't he basically just look like he does in Independence Day? Yeah, but like super old, but oh. still, yeah, kind of like a just a crazy looking dude. Yeah. Didn't he also come back in the new Independence Day? Didn't his character yeah. like they retconned it? I think so. Yeah, they really lured that one. He killed off their best character I and like, they realized, oh no, we gotta bring him back. I like how Lore is basically like the Silver Surfer. Like that big, the, the crystal thing is essentially Galactus and he's just like, yeah. Lore is its herald. Yeah. That's oh, neat. I should, um, I'm gonna, sorry, I'm, I'm typing. Yeah. Because I need to know. I need to know if Billy Zane is in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> he must be somewhere. Uh, Christian Slater was analysis in of third Star Trek Discovery season two trailer. Not sure what happened with Billy Zane, but he's blackballed in Hollywood for some <laughs> reason. That's <laughs> not what you're looking for. No, I. It's not immediately coming up, and I I think that if he was in a Trek, Memory Alpha would be probably one of the first yeah. sites to. <laughs> well, just like... noticing a misspelled. Star as Strick. <laughs> that might be why. <laughs> I mean, every other Twin Peaks actor basically was in Star Trek, so you'd think you know, Billy Zane. Strick Trick. Strick Strick Track. <laughs> That's right. I'm still not really pulling anything up. Yeah. Um, wait. Watching Titanic and realize that Billy Zane's manservant is Picard's torturer, Gol Madrid. So there's yeah, still David, there's a, that's David Warner, isn't it? Yeah, so there's still a, a Billy Zane connection. The I mean, fiber Dave, is there connecting the two. David Warner was also in Twin Peaks, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone you love is here. Oh, speaking of, um in the the thing that I wanted to mention about the Phantom is that uh oh, oh god, why am I blanking on the name? Who's the lady that Janice shot? Or the I guy that Janice shot, he had the jacket, his his famous jacket. He loved his jacket. He gave it to Tony. Oh, in the Sopranos, uh, uh, Aprile. Richie Aprile. That, that is, yeah, he's in the Phantom. Really, playing a mob boss, the boss of bosses. Wow, in the Phantom, yeah. He gets shot with a fucking cannonball and ragdolls <laughs> through the air into a moat. That's full pretty of good. Sharks. It's amazing. <laughs> that's uh, that was the whole thing where I was like, I want to loop back around to this at some point. I just wanted to bring up that April just pops up in this thing playing a mobster. It's it's fantastic. I've... I can't ever remember the actor's name. Last name starts with like a, a P. I think first name's like Charlie. No, that's the character's name. Ah. Anyway, I was going anyway. to say. In TNG, uh, I am surprised by uh, how much of a dick Picard is. 
Like yeah. he, he's just really grumpy all the time. He starts to mellow out by the third season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that the direction that they were going in at the start was just he's a hard ass, like yeah. not going to take any shit from anyone on the crew. He's going to whip everybody into shape kind of character. Like one of the last episodes I finished watching uh, they do their exchange program thing again, but this time it's a Klingon officer that serves as a first officer on the Enterprise. Okay. And of course, he's just going around going like, you're going to call me sir, and if you disrespect me, I'm going to fucking stab you. Um, <laughs> there's a bit where they're having dinner, he's just like, I almost had to kill Riker for questioning my authority, and then like everyone has a laugh, and Riker's just sitting there. <laughs> First I go cling on on you, then I go cling on on your friends. But like the entire time Picard just thinks it's a hoot, he's just like, yeah, things have gotten pretty relaxed around here. I think it's great having a Klingon on board. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I always just thought of him as being like this chill, egalitarian dude who's like playing the flute in his quarters and quoting Shakespeare, and instead he's just like marching around the bridge yelling at everybody. Yeah, you expect him to be like, more diplomatic. Get the phasers ready, you know. Well, one of the first things he does when they have the alert going off, he's just like, "Shut that shit off!" <laughs> yeah, it's fucking annoying. I need to look at the space squid. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that he would be a lot more diplomatic. Uh, that's kind of the way that I always thought of the character, and he's like, he's getting there. So I do think it is just early season stuff of not really having that character down. Yeah. So. Uh, which is kind of the case for other characters. Riker has weirdly become more of a hard ass oh, in yeah. TNG where I'm at now uh, versus before where he, I think they were still kind of playing up the like. He was trying to be like Kirk, basically. Yeah, somewhat like a swashbuckling angle with him. Maybe not the, the best word to describe it, but he still had this sort of like looseness about his character where yeah. he'd be willing to break regulation to, to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now Picard is very much that that character. So, anywho, retro uh, very corner, short retro the, corner, the Phantom. <laughs> That's right. Uh, my retro corner is going to be very short. It's Final Fantasy Tactics. I like it a lot. Uh, five <sighs> Billy Zanes out of five. <laughs> What's your favorite part? And a, of can- and a cannonball that you could shoot Larry with for disrespecting Final Fantasy Tactics. I just never cared about Final Fantasy Tactics. I love Final Fantasy Tactics. I played this back in the day. Uh, I I do have issues with Final Fantasy Tactics. There are parts of the game where the balance is completely fucked up. I mostly am thinking of like the Wii Graph uh, solo fight, where if you did not build your character specifically anticipating that, you could basically soft lock your game because uh, they give you a save point right before that, and if you didn't make a backup and you are not spec'd to kill him you're fucked. Like, you're just going to have to restart the entire game at that point, uh, which I know because that is exactly what I had to do. Uh, And the translation is infamously terrible. It's kind of difficult to follow along with what's going on in that game. Thankfully, the the War of the Lions remake sorts a lot of that out. I think that's the best way to play that game. They, They rebalanced some stuff, better translation, added some content to it. Never left the PSP, as far as I'm aware. Of course not. Of all the of all the Final Fantasies they've been putting up on PC, Tactics has not been one of them. None of the Tactics has been, for that matter. 
even though they haven't forgot about it clearly because like apparently a bunch of like final fantasy tactics stuff shows up in 14 well kind of uh, the viera are in it there are boy bunnies now <gasps> yeah they're in uh no i mean it's like in the new expansion i think they reference like delita and ramza in oh, final fantasy probably 14, I, I skipped it. most of the cutscenes. I think they, I think the zodiac stones are supposed to be like a oh, major yeah. component in one of the stories. Yeah, they are. Well, that's from Final Fantasy Tactics, you oh. dummy. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> to make people turn into weird monsters, then you gotta kill them. Uh, uh, one at the end of the expansions, uh, your character punches God and kills it. So. Oh. How SMT of them. Yeah. Well, how JRPG of them. I I do like the, the plot of Final Fantasy VII is very, I guess, has a lot of venom for the wealthy class and religion in general. What's this about? It's, it's very. I mean, it's only going to be ninety minutes long. Is the problem? Oh yeah, and that's not really enough time to tell a story at all. No, no, you can't do that at night. You you need at least two and a half hours of carnage. That's right, uh, and also I need like five scenes breaking up the credits. Yes, and one of them just has to be like one of the characters is doing a goofy dance. If you don't have that, how are you going to know what movie comes next? <laughs> I have Apart no from... idea. Apart from looking at their PowerPoint presentation Showing you the next eight years of movies <sighs> Hooray Have the next eight years of movies all plan out for me You Can't looking forward, of, forward to Morbius? Remember Morbius? Starring Jared Leto? Yeah, yeah. Morbius They made a Morbius movie Morbius drinking a 40 in a death <laughs> basket <laughs> There's the title what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I, I think the plot of Final Fantasy Tactics is very subversive towards the the ruling class. I, I think it says some interesting things that maybe makes it worth revisiting today, considering how fucked everything is getting in the world. Also, uh, it lets you murder a bunch of priests, which is always a good time. Yeah, like the church are the bad guys in that, right? The church and also like the two warring kingdoms, like their whole upper echelon is completely corrupt and in cahoots with the church. Yeah, that's uh, it, also... it gets into a lot of like class warfare stuff. Yeah, that la- that last expansion in fourteen, the same one where you punch God at the end, has a lot of that as well, of like the evil yeah. church. Surprising. It's good. It's good stuff. Like, couldn't do that on a friggin' Nintendo console back then. <laughs> you can't show that on television. That's right. Uh, but on the PlayStation, on the CD-ROM, the world is your CD-ROM, because uh, that's all the world is. I mean, Final Fantasy IV was on SNES. It was, but like, I mean... So was six. You could only get You could only get, like, so over with a lot of religious stuff on Nintendo consoles up to a certain point. I suppose so. I mean, uh, like, that, that's why Symphony of the Night had to be on PlayStation 1. Because you couldn't have Drax saying the same could be said of all religions on a Super Nintendo. Oh, sure. Sure. Although I want to say, like, Castlevania 3, they didn't actually, like, make them take the cross out, if nope. I remember right. Nope. Which is weird. 
There are naked statues oh, in three, also. Ooh. All right, I, I gotta go play that game again. <laughs> anyway, I, I like Final Fantasy Tactics a lot. Uh, okay. I've played the other Final Fantasy Tactics, and I don't like them. I think the other ones are pretty bad. Because you got to play them on a Game Boy. Advance. What about the job like, system? Like What's the deal with the jobs? Tell me about jobs. Nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> the job system, uh, you can assign Hiring your characters. problems and evilise. <laughs> you can assign your characters different jobs, which basically affects their uh, development of skills. Uh, and then certain skills that you learn and master can then be applied to a character across jobs. You basically oh, well, have certain just slots like of by like daylight. a passive skill. They ripped it off. A little bit, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy Tactics ripped it off from Dead by Daylight. Yeah, no, I know. I, okay. I followed along. No, it, there's like certain slots for different skills, like a passive skill that you mastered in one class. When you take another class, you could just apply that passive skill. But you have to master that skill, so you're earning JP job points. Uh, and over time, this is what you you spend on new skills and, and mastery and whatnot. So you can swap any character to any class as uh, so long as they've met the prerequisites, which, you know, that might mean, oh, for a white mage, I need to have leveled up a little bit as a chemist, and I need to level up a little bit as, say, a squire, and then it will unlock that one for my character. Uh, what this has always meant for me is just do all the grinding in the early game and just level up the classes that you want. Uh, and also, everybody should be a chemist at some point because they're the only ones that are allowed to use items. We have to cook. That's right. Chemists are great. They have guns. They just fucking whip pistols on you. Wow, so it is like Breaking Bad. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All goes back to Breaking Bad. Maybe Final Fantasy Tactics is good after all. Final Fantasy Tactics is good. Uh, th there's, like it's I said, like there's just... That's right. It says it right on the on the jewel case. Final oh, Fantasy Tactics. It's, it's good. good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would say you should go back and revisit it, but I don't think that's a good idea for you in particular, because I know that there's a lot of stuff that you would just not have the patience for in that game. Like I said, there's definitely pacing and difficulty balancing issues with it. So I think part of why I put up with it so much is just the point in time that I played it has given me a lot of nostalgia for it. You know what's really messed up? Hmm. Lost Judgment is out in like two weeks. It's fucked up that video games are happening again. I know. I don't know what to do about it? Why are they all happening Metroid. now? Metroid's like early next month. Yeah, it's like three Sonic weeks away. Sonic Colors is out. Yep. Don't know why you'd play that on anything other than brand spanking new hardware, though, because apparently that's the only hardware capable of running Sonic <laughs> Colors. Well, yeah. A game famously only on the Wii. <laughs> There's no need to go back into that, though. That's all I got to say about Final Fantasy Tactics and Billy Zane and, uh, you know, all my other cartoon you, pals. You should watch, like, you should just start watching all of those 90s, like, pulp hero movies. Now that you've started with The I Phantom, should. watch The Shadow and The Rocketeer, Dick Tracy. The Mummy. Should be nice. Oh, the mummy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of that's a different thing. That's like Universal Monsters. That's not comic book stuff. 
it still it still has that sort of yeah, 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 vibe yeah, yeah. to it though of like we're we're trying to make this feel like it's set in a different era sure era. um i think it was that probably was like the peak of it right like after that you didn't really get much of it anymore did you ever watch uh the third one no i've had, i've not even watched uh scorpion king for that matter oh, i've first it's bad um so um I saw the very end of that. It was on TV before wrestling. Uh, and the end of it has uh, the the one guy, John Hanna, I don't remember what his character's name is, the British guy. And he yeah. was like, um, he's getting into a car and they're like, uh, what are you going to do now? He's like, ah, th- I think I'll go on a vacation somewhere nice with no mummies. Maybe Peru. And then there's just like a title that comes up on screen that says, Two weeks later, mummies were found in Peru. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. (laughs) I guess that's just the end. That's some real Hannibal Lecter. I'm inviting someone over for dinner. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Or no, I'm having I'm having a friend for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Guy's cool Uh, hat on. Yeah, he's on vacation. He's having having a nice time out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Can't keep Hannibal Lecter locked up. Literally and also figuratively. He is a free spirit, as we both know. Yes, that's true. Goodbye, dinosaurs. Have a seat, Norm. Wow. It's, you've been so, it's so nice of you to stop by and you. Well, I want to drop by, show my respects, you know? Well, you know, for you to bring a, a, a basket commemorating sort of the, the, the tough situation I'm in is really nice. Yeah. Well, that's not what that is. <laughs> well, what, what, this, what is this basket for? Oh, this is an older basket. I, uh, I procrastinate, as you know. And uh, this is a basket I got you back in June. <laughs> Norm, you've had this basket since June? Yeah. I've seen you. You've been on the show like three times. Why didn't you ever give me the basket? I keep forgetting it. <laughs> but I wanted you to know I bought it. It was $60. Oh. And, uh, 
I wouldn't open it. I think it would smell. Well, oh, I, there's a card also. I, yeah, I see that. It says congrats yeah. on it. That's, that's terrific. Uh, well, I don't know. If it, can I read it? Yeah, why not? Congratulations, Conan, on finally securing your place as permanent host of The Tonight Show. <laughs> That's something they can never take away from you. <laughs> it is perhaps the shrewdest programming decision ever made <laughs> by the NBC Brain Trust. Sure, the pressure is on, but if I know you, Conan O'Brien, miserable failure is not an option. <laughs> you are the new king.